president, you can uh, reach his campaign and uh, contributing just a dollar to his campaign will help qualify Will Hurd for that debate stage where he wants to be part of the conversation on August 23rd. Uh, the way you reach Will Hurd is you, it's linked at michaelmedved.com, or you can go to Hurd, that's H-U-R-D for America.com. Uh, Will Hurd, thanks so much for joining us. Let me ask you the very basic question. What is it you are bringing in terms of your vision for America? What you are bringing to this campaign that some of your better-known, better-funded Republican rivals don't bring to the table? Well, Michael, thanks for the question, and, and thanks for having me on again. It's great to, to chat with you. And, and the, the, the short answer is the foreign policy, domestic policy, and technology experience in that mix um, and understanding of our, our enemies up close and personal, um, talking about – a, a vision for the future and how do we achieve that? Um, a, a focus on look, uh, the existential crisis to me, and, and I, I think let me step back, Michael. That there's a number of generational defining challenges that the United States is dealing with. The Chinese government trying to surpass us as a global superpower. Every American should care about that because that's going to impact our quality of life, our standard of living. It's going to impact everyone. The fact that we have an economy where price of goods and services for this century has increased three times faster than average uh, wages at a time when technologies like artificial intelligence are going to upend every single industry, not in three years, but, but you know, excuse me, not in 10 years, but in two or, or three years. And then we also know that our kids' uh, scores in math, science, and reading have been the worst that they've been since the beginning uh, of this century. And so these are the issues that I'm trying to talk about. Um, I also focus on how we're better together. Um, having represented a district in Texas that was 50% Republican, 50% Democrat, I've learned way more unites us than divides us. And the only way we solve big problems is by doing it together. <clears throat> and that is you know, the, the message, and these are the things that I focus on, and, and I've been fortunate to have some great experiences um, that make me unique to, to be able to tackle these challenges uh, for the entire country. When you look at the field of candidates arrayed against you, uh, do you think that every one of the Republican candidates is preferable to what we have with Joe Biden? Um, I would say um, uh, most of them are. You know, I, look, I, I, it, t- to me, um, I have a problem supporting Donald Trump, um, and, and I've, I've made that clear. Um, and, but my issue is not, support, not supporting the Republican nominee. Uh, my issue is with Donald Trump, and that's why um, I think we have a number of options um, that are significantly better. Uh, than, than, than Joe Biden, uh, of course, and, and I agree with you uh, with that with that concept, you know, and that principle, and that's one of the reasons I hope I'm that nominee. Um, you, you said it, my, you know, there's others that have way more name ID and, and bigger war chests, um, but part of this is having a competition of ideas and talking about issues. Um, the early states, what's great about our nominating process is those early states allow a, a dark horse candidate to potentially catch fire. Um, and that's what we're going to try to do. And uh, basically, 
if you you would mention before the competition with China and uh, your vision for dealing with it, how would that vision differ from what we saw in the last two administrations? Because you're not a fan of President Trump, you're not a fan of President Biden. What would uh, President Hurd do differently? Sure. Let, let, let's take let's take a specific example, Cuba. Why is China being able to expand its intelligence and military footprint inside Cuba? Because we've had two successive measures, I, I would say three, to include uh, President Obama, that have failed to work with our allies in the Western Hemisphere to deal with the issue of Cuba. Uh, what's unique about a, pol- a foreign policy towards Cuba, it's actually codified in the law I believe it was 1992 or 1996, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here, Michael, but it's called the Libertad Act that defines how our, our policy, and it was, it was a piece of legislation passed by Congress, signed into law, I believe it was Bill Clinton, um, that dictates that. So we have failed to work with our allies in the region to deal with Cuba, which is, has allowed um, uh, China to come in and, and grow its, its footprint. Um, the Chinese government and the, and the Chinese economy has uh, this, the country – is four times our size, uh, which means we have to continue to be four times more effective, which means we also need to be building alliances and strengthening our alliances with our allies, not just NATO, but our, our partners in the, in the, in the, in the Pacific, um, so that we can administer consequences to the Chinese when they violate international law that they have agreed to accept. There was a, a recent cyber attack uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, that was in the news about they were trying to learn about the you know what Anthony Blinken was going to say before he came to to Beijing and similar um, with with Secretary Yellen and you know because we don't have all of our allies on board to about what a response to some of those those kinds of activities are we it, it limits our our capabilities and so building our alliances and. And ultimately, I've, I've learned being connected to national security for the last 22 years. Um, you know, it's a simple principle. Your friends should love you and your enemies should fear you. And when you have France, which is an important ally, um, spending time in Beijing, telling an American newspaper while he's in Beijing, hey, America, don't make France choose between the United States and China, uh, that's a problem. And, and so part of this is building uh, that that alliance with our allies. Uh, another area is when it comes to technology. The Chinese government is trying to surpass us um, by being the global leader in a number of advanced technologies: 5G, artificial intelligence, quantum computing, um, synthetic biology, hypersonics. It's about 14, 15, 16 of these different areas. And what we need to be doing is making sure the public sector and the private sector is cooperating. Um, especially when it comes to basic research on many of these kinds of, of, of technologies to make sure that we're, we're able to, um, to compete. And when we talk about breaking up American companies, uh, which this Biden administration has been very interested in doing, uh, the people that enjoy that is, is China because they don't want to have to compete with some of our, our great American companies. Uh, do you, um, uh, as one of three black Republican candidates for the presidential nomination. Uh, how do you respond to the idea of uh, working out a, a plan for slavery reparations? 
Uh, the idea of reparations is there's there's no movement for that. The ability to do that is is not is not possible. I think the focus should be on um, education. You know, we have income inequality because we have education inequality, and and being able to focus on that in Texas, uh, you know, part of that is school choice. Uh, we have seen in Texas that um, black and brown kids. Um, when they go to um, a, a a charter school, you erase the you erase the achievement gap, and that's one of the ways um, that we can ensure that everybody has equal opportunity. Um, and that's that's the promise uh, that we should be able to we should be able to make.